0: and welcome back to episode six of the church girl podcast I know it's been a minute I, I gave y'all five in a row good and strong but I don't know we got lost somewhere <laughs> around episode six I can't lie to you um to be honest to be very real with you um because I like to be transparent in this podcast but basically what happened was... I found out that a very close cousin of mine passed away. Um, he was older. He was more like an uncle than a cousin. You know how black family go. Sometimes you got cousins who are old enough to be aunties and uncles, and that's just how it was. He was a cousin. He was my father's cousin. So we were second cousins, I guess. I think that's what it is. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. We were second cousins. but just a real like loving guy really just like was for the family and like inspired me in so many ways because he was kind of the first that I knew of in my family to kind of pursue a career in entertainment. He was very, he lived out in Los Angeles and he was very, you know, well known and big out there in radio. And so like before I had even, you know, cared about a career in radio, he was already out there and doing it. Like he was, he was that cousin. He was the cousin who just lived out in Los Angeles and was chasing his dreams and doing what he did and and he always made sure to, to to extend love and 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 all that kind of stuff to the family, even in the midst of doing everything that he had to do and just it just hit our family like a shockwave. So, you know, I, I postponed the podcast that week and I made that announcement on Facebook and kinda just took time to figure that out kind of understand where i was mentally because maybe not since i was like a little i don't recall having like this sort of close death in the family like I definitely some extended family um some out of town family some family that we don't really get a chance to see other than the occasional family reunion we've had that and they have they are don't get me wrong they are just as loved and just as missed and respected and honored in the family but, you know, it was just some folks. Lately, it's just been, been some folks like a lot closer to home. And that kind of startled me because I just was, I'm just not used to it. Like I said, years ago, I think my Uncle Joe died. And even last year, I believe, another cousin died who was really close to the family. And it was just like, that was something to, to grasp onto and, and try to process but I didn't really get a chance because I was just so bogged down and everything that I had going on that I didn't really get a chance to mourn that one and then this one happened out of seemingly nowhere Like just did not expect it at all and it was just it just really like shocked me and so like was dealing with that and postponed the podcast and then Christmas day to be real with you this whole entire holiday season has kind of like gone right past me because like I've not been in no kind of Christmas or holiday spirit at all like I've, I've been very like oh snap Christmas is tomorrow or oh snap Christmas is next week like n- just no type of Christmas spirit has registered for me at all this year and I'm, I'm sure we can all understand why like it's been a crazy year and it's so funny because I'm actually recording this this episode of the podcast tonight is New Year's Eve. It's it's about it's about eight o'clock on New Year's Eve. So this is kind of me is I'm kind of leaning in towards my what I plan to talk about this episode. But before I get there, I just wanted to, you know, clear up why I ain't been around the last couple weeks. It ain't because I didn't wanna be, I promise. Well, partially it is and partially it's not. I, I've just been dealing with a lot of my family. Like I said on Christmas, like I was starting to say on Christmas Day, another close family member died and she was my my first cousin's mother. So she was all, like she wasn't necessarily blood related, but she was welcomed into our family because she was the mother of my uncle's daughter, which is my first cousin. And so she was just like another, you know, like auntie, cousin type, like just family really close family, just like she was family. And that was even closer to home. And like after having just dealt with or or trying to begin the process of coping with. This death of, of this close cousin, we turn around and, like, maybe a not even I don't even know if it was a week, it had to be like a couple of days later. We're now dealing with the death of a very close family friend who somebody we just consider family wasn't even no family friend. She was family, and you couldn't tell us no different. It was just, it, it just, it, it's, I, I can't lie to you, it sent me into this, this spiral because I, I, I just. I was already trying to cope with how hard of a year 2020 felt like 2020 has been a very difficult year for a plethora of reasons and it's like it's just so it was just so crazy to have to cope with the fact that the last few days of the year were dwindling down and out of completely out of nowhere unexpected we, my family gets hit with not one, but two deaths quite close together. It was just, it was crazy to realize, oh, this year is, is, is not over yet. Oh, you thought you were safe. You thought, you thought this year couldn't get no worse. You really thought 2020 was crazy? I'm about to show you crazy. And I got, uh, I can't lie. As positive and as, you know, mindful And and as self-aware as I am, it wasn't no avoiding that kind of mental reset. There was no avoiding it. And it's so crazy because I had just got finished telling y'all about sometimes how arrogant we get when we think that we know God's plan. And we think that we know how God plans for things to be for us. And we get so cocky and so arrogant in it that when things happen like this, that seems so out of left field and that seems so j- just unexpected, we always forget that to God, it's never unexpected. We always forget that. To God, it's never unexpected. He, he always knows exactly what's going to happen before it happens, as it's happening, why it's happening. He's already got that part figured out. But if we listen and pay attention, at times we can look back at all that has happened and learn from what we've been taught. And it's crazy because I've said this before on the podcast, but I feel like my life goes in very consistent cycles. And it's been this way for the last couple of years, I feel like. Every year for the last couple of years, the last few years, I always feel like I'm a different person from the beginning of one year to the beginning of another with cycles in between. And so as I sit here on December 31st at 8.27 p.m., today's episode, I want to talk about what God has taught me in 2020 because I feel like, and and this is just letting y'all in a little bit, I kind of have have gotten to a place where I've started using these podcasts as sort of audio journals, because I, I realized the, the the benefit to me, and it's an it's an idea that I've been kind of grappling with for a while now, and how I plan to do it, that's kind of why I got into starting my YouTube channel, which I do plan to get back to, for those of you who are familiar with me making that kind of content, I, I, I do plan to get back to that at some point, but I love the idea of, of starting here with this audio journal because I've always, even since I was like a kid, like when I remember being in sixth grade and finding out what a uh, what a biography was, what an autobiography was, and I don't know why, but for some reason I knew since then that I wanted to write the story of my life, or I or I, I wanted to to. At that time, I didn't know anything about like you know, video, video editing or anything or like any kind of other artistic expression other than writing. I love to write. So I knew at some point I wanted to write an autobiography of my life. And that's kind of how I fell in love with 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 writing in the first place and in reading books and stuff like that. And that's where my love of writing kind of started. But I've kind of come back to that the idea recently that I want to kind of capture these this stage of my life because I feel like this is the stuff that, and I know I say it all the time, I don't want kids, I don't want kids, but I've really been thinking lately, like, just in case I do end up having a small human being call me mother, <laughs> I want to be able to give them the stuff that I wish that I had for my parents growing up which is those firsthand accounts of what life was like and where my mind was at and how i felt about myself and life and the things that were happening around me and the experiences that i was having i would love to give that to my children because that's what i wish that that i could get from my parents and it comes from i think a, part, a big part of it comes from not being raised by either of my parents and so kind of having to you know put pieces of the puzzle together myself and, you know, getting older and figuring out some stuff was incorrect and some stuff wasn't how it seemed. And some things were just missing that I needed. And, and, you know, I kind of talked about, I think on last episode or a couple episodes ago, something like that. Um, talking about like me sort of getting into that phase of repairing my relationship with my father and so through that I'm just kind of learning different things and plugging in different things about myself and my childhood and stuff like that and just kind of coming to those kind of recent realizations I felt like I could use this podcast as a way to document a very important part of my life where I get to talk about my life and the things and the, the ways that I feel and the the understandings that I'm coming to and maybe throughout this podcast and the uh, the, the, the episodes that I plan to create in the future, I'll, I'll see growth in myself. I'll see growth spiritually. I'll see growth mentally, you know, I'll see growth artistically, you know, it's just a way for, I think that's what I love about being a creative and, and really loving and understanding the concept of art and how art can be applied to literally anything that you have a passion for. Because I think probably one of the things artists love most about their art is watching themselves grow. And and this is, is, is me kind of being intentional about that part. But anyway, it's kind of got super sidetracked. Um, but I, I do, I want to talk about, you know, what I've learned in 2020. I can't talk about all of it. I'm going to be real because this is going to be a a very, very, very long episode of this podcast and I'm trying to keep it around my normal area, which is around somewhere between 25 and 40 some minutes. I know it's a kind of a big range, but that's where my episodes been and that's where I'm trying to keep them. I ain't trying to get no, no further than 45 if I don't have to, maybe here and there, but not this episode. But anyways, let me stop getting sidetracked. But I, I want to talk about the things that I've learned in 2020, but also what God has taught me in 2020, with an emphasis on what God has taught me, because of course this is the Church Girl Podcast, so this is what you come for, you know what I mean? So I'm gonna jump right into it, and honestly, um, I think honestly, if you go back and listen to some of the 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 the, the previous episodes of the podcast a lot of those things that I was talking about were things that either I had learned this year or things that I had kind of revisited and re-understood this year. And it's why I wanted to share them. So honestly, that's kind of like half half my list a little bit. Um, just just um, learning about the power of forgiveness, um, learning about, you know, and just kind of reconfirming confirmation for me and what that feels like and what that how that plays out for me and what it teaches me and what it and how God guides me and and the, the importance of discipline um that's something that I feel like I have I have and I'll be honest I feel like that's something that this year I have definitely had my moments with it where I've been quite consistent um especially with my health journey that's something that I have I had always kind of dreamed of being able to do for myself which is just to buckle down and stop making those kind of excuses for myself and really just like dedicate myself to eating what I know is healthy food and taking care of myself like I really put some emphasis on that this year and I think that definitely plays into like the resolution that I think it was like the one resolution that I made for myself last year around this time which was to actually learn self-love like and, and fullness of it therein. Like, I had kind of gotten the mental part down pat to where I loved myself internally. But it was the external part that I was trying to to, to work my way through. And, and I feel like I definitely have come to a new frontier with that. So I, I will say that, I don't know about everybody else, but the resolution that I made for myself last year surely did come true, and I thank God for that. And honestly, I think that it's like that for me a lot of times. The last couple of years has been like that, like just kind of reaffirming that that the importance of having discipline and and, and what that means in different areas of my life. Um, and I and I and I'll keep it real and I'll say this now, um, for 2021, that's definitely number one of on my objective. I have been talking it, preaching it, and and you know doing it in different areas, but it's time to kind of rearrange where I apply some of this discipline, and I plan to do that very much so this year i feel like i learned a lot um about who i am about what i want about being vocal about being intentional about kind of and don't get me wrong i am a very chill and laid back person naturally i'm a very go with the flow type of person naturally but i think that i still this year was fighting through some some moments of some of my old behavior when I would feel insecure in spaces, or or not even insecure, but just like socially anxious, where I wasn't, I could have been putting myself out there more, but I just wasn't, and I just kept blaming it on the fact that, you know, I'm just I'm just so chill and laid back. I'm a homebody. I'm this. I'm that. And of course, COVID, you know, kind of ruined any chance of me kind of doing any of that after a while. But I'm. I, I guess I'm thinking back to 2019, because honestly, I feel like 2020 was just like a a giant void for a lot of reasons. And I know i supposed to be talking about what I learned in 2020. So kind of talk about 2019. Is it relevant? But still, it plays into it because I feel like in 2020, there were a lot of things that just I could have involved myself in more not necessarily violating, you know, social distancing rules and nothing like that, but I could have been a lot more, just in a business sense, I could have been a lot more sociable, if you get what I'm saying. Like, I, I, had, I had a lot of anxiety when it came to really being vocal about the things that I wanted for myself business-wise. Like, I always had a plan in my head, and I was always leaving it I was always saying, well, you know, I, I, I don't know right now, but God can, God's going to help me through. God can, God's going to figure that part out for me. But I think what I learned this year is that not only was this year, because I honestly, I'll be real with you. I had a whole lot of plans this year of, of like I said, being out and about and being sociable and stuff like that. And I just, I felt like COVID kind of took the, the wind out of my sails a bit. But at the same time, I was seeing people, who were being able to keep their business. And I don't know, it, it, it sounds kind of confusing because again, we was all in the house, or at least I hope we were. We was all in the house for COVID because of COVID this year. But I just, I'm saying like more so in a business sense, like I was shrinking away from certain things because I, I didn't believe, I feel like I just, I was I didn't believe in myself enough. And I feel like I didn't trust in my ability to connect with people, I guess. Like I was kind of insecure in that sense. And two, I feel like I just, I didn't know how to start building the kind of relationships that are gonna help me for the goals that I have for myself. And like I said, I kept pushing it off and kept saying, you know, well, God's gonna figure that part out for me. I just gotta be patient. I just gotta be patient. I just gotta be patient. I just gotta, you know, wait for God to figure it out. But sometimes, like I was saying before, sometimes, God will sit you down and he'll make you feel like you're stuck and stagnant or you're not progressing or you're not doing right or you're not getting somewhere because you're you're ignoring this piece of some this piece of information or or this this action that clearly he has on top of your mind for a reason but you're just hoping that it's something that he'll figure out for you when really it's time for you to buckle down and figure it out for yourself it's time for you to buckle down and really be disciplined and committed to figuring that piece out for yourself. And so I feel like I learned definitely that this year, that when the plans you have don't pan out the way that you expected them to, it's for a reason. But not only is it for a reason, God already knew that it was coming. Like I was telling you before, God, God saw all that is coming. And whether you want to believe it or not, it's part of the plan that he has for you. No matter how unexpected or out of left field, or painful, even, or or life-altering, even, if you really take the time to, to 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 truly seek understanding and really reflect on what you've learned and what God has been teaching you, you'll understand that it's all in the plan. And I know a lot of people are gonna hear that, especially our our, our newborn Christians. Like I, I said, I've, I've, I've started calling you all that but especially for a newborn Christian who's just figuring out this relationship thing with God. I know that's hard to to hear when 2020 has probably felt like the worst year of your entire life. You have probably lost your home, your, 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 your livelihood. You've probably lost family as, as I have. You've probably lost people you love dearly. You've probably lost, you know, business, friendships, like money. You've probably lost, you know, and very important access to things and I know it hurt I know it, it's felt like the most unfair year you could you could possibly think of. I've made I've, I've, I've made the comments myself the stuff that we watching going down right now in our government it, it's, it, it seems it all seems like one gigantic stage play or some kind of like TV political drama. It don't even feel like real life at times. Twenty twenty has definitely felt like some pre-apocalyptic movie where we're just waiting for the 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 the, the world to end. It's definitely felt like that, and it's hurt and it's, it's it's been painful and hurtful for a lot of people. It's been devastating for a lot of people, maybe even you. And so you you probably not even trying to hear me say nothing like. It's for a reason. Cause ain't that what all ain't, ain't that what all these church folks say when, when bad stuff happened? Oh, it happened for a reason. God did it for a reason. I know it sounded like BS to you. I ain't even gonna hold you. Cause before I understood relationship the way that I understood relationship, it sounded like BS to me too. It sounded like some stuff that somebody who don't don't know nothing about suffering would say. That's what it sounded like. I remember being in the depths of my depression and and contemplating, like I've told y'all already, contemplating, you know, every time a birthday came around, contemplating if I wanted to live to see it. If I actually wanted to get to another year of this. And 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 the 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 rare times that you do talk about how deep and severe your your mental health is within a church setting the first thing people try to say to you is oh god don't god wouldn't put you through nothing that you you couldn't survive or you know what I'm saying uh what is it uh god wouldn't you know give you something you couldn't handle or something something like that you know what I mean and and they'll also hit you with that no oh, it happened god made that happen for a reason everything happens for a reason god makes things happen for a reason and it sounds like some it sounds like total bs But I got to be, and again, I ain't going to do nothing but keep it real with you. I ain't going to do nothing else but keep it real with you on this podcast. Because that's what I promised to do. And so, in the spirit of keeping it real, I got to let you know. It's true, bro. It's so true. And it's, it's so crazy how I can look back on the darkest times of my life. I'm talking up under rock bottom especially with my mental health especially with being severely depressed and suicidal of not wanting to be like of of actually having the audacity to be pissed off at my mother and father for ever even meeting up and and and, and having sex for cre- and creating me like on that type of level like forget being pissed off the child abandoned me and never took care of me and never gave a, a damn about me Excuse my language. But forget all that. I'm pissed off at the fact that y'all even got together and and, and created uh uh, uh 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 and conceived me. Cause y'all could've skipped all of this if 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 life was gonna be like this, y'all could've skipped this, y'all could have kept kept y'all y'all business to yourself that night. Going from crying and 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 being up night after night obsessively thinking this to myself and being and festering in my rage about it and festering in my depression about it going from that stage in my life to being able to look back on that very moment and understanding why it happened and how it happened and why it needed to happen and what it taught me and how it how it you know affected my my path in life and what that path taught me and and the the different things that were triggered just from that that experience alone and, and how it forced me to grow in ways that didn't seem fair at the time but I'm grateful for it's only through relationship that I even understand these things now and what I can promise you is that when you dedicate yourself to truly seeking and understanding relationship that's where things start making sense And that's where you start seeing and feeling what the healing of God can do for you. You just gotta believe he can do it. That's the very foundation of having faith, believing that he can do it, believing that you can be healed, believing that that life gets better. Not perfect, but better, because it's, it's, it's not about perfect when you accept that for yourself and you run into these people who you think have the and you you get put into positions or opportunities or experiences where you run into these people who you think have perfect lives and you really like sit down and have conversations with these folks and you understand how perfect really ain't perfect and how perfect shouldn't even be the goal being your best you is the goal because can't nobody do you better than you learning this in, in 2020 definitely helped me accomplish my resolution of finding self-love. Finding full self-love. Because not only did it help me to understand that it's it's not about me looking like who I perceive to be perfect or, or what other people perceive to be perfect. It's about looking like me and being me. It's about seeing what God sees when he looks at me. Because, again, it's through it's through believing and, and having faith that he reveals and confirms things for me. And, and when he blesses me with, with, with understanding and clarity and confirmation, typically it's, it's, it's it shows me what he believes that I can do, what he knows that I can do, what he knows that I can be, the ways he knows that I can heal and get things done. If God can see all that in me, why wouldn't I? If God can show me moments where I feel that I am beautiful simply because I am, what is with all these moments that I feel like I'm not? What does that even mean? Where does that even come from? Where where do these 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 thoughts of of the things that I wish were different about my face or about my body or about my hair or or my eyes or my my lips or what do these things even come from? And what does any of that have to do with what God has shown me I can do? What he's shown me I can be. God never put much emphasis on that part. So it must not be that important. And more than that, it, it, it must not be a hindrance. Clearly, it doesn't stop God from showing me these things that he has in store for me. I'm choosing to let these things stop me from, from going after what God already said I could have. And I'll tell you, when that clicked for me, things got kind of interesting because what I ended up finding out is that, and again, it's so crazy because I remember being so in just such a place of insecurity and and being here now so deeply rooted in self-love in 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 all forms. I kept having moments where a thought would cross my mind in sort of a, a surprising, like a shocking way. Like something, let's say something would happen, and this again, I've, I've kind of been slight, slightly transparent about this, but I did kind of start dating this year. And I just remember a very insecure me dating in just a lot of situations that would happen. I was so like, I was moving so. Much in insecurity that, like, a lot of some of those same situations, which are, which honestly are just normal dating situations, but because I was so insecure and because I was so inexperienced, like, I was just so full of anxiety whenever I was getting to know a person. And it's like now, I, I just kept having moments where I would think to myself, dang, I remember when that used to make me so insecure. Or, dang, I know in the past I would interpret this like this because I understand this or because I have understood this about myself, like, I just had so many of those moments. And it was so shocking because it was in those moments that affirmed for me, oh, you're actually doing this, sis. Oh, you're actually like making progress with this self-love thing. You remember when you were in high school and you never thought you'd be here. Never thought you would be brave enough to get this far. Never thought you would love yourself ever in this kind of capacity and look at you you're doing it you're doing it and I think despite all of the 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 terrible horrible things that have happened in 2020 it's the realization that I actually conquered something that for the majority of my life I just never I could never imagine what that moment felt like and it's like it just, it just happened out of no like it just happened out of nowhere out of absolutely nowhere and it was so matter of fact it wasn't really any kind of pomp and circumstance to it it just was like yeah you you you, you love yourself <laughs> you actually love yourself look at all these different decisions that you're making and how reasonably you're moving how understanding you are about certain things that before you just had no clue. 2020 has been trash, but it might've just been the best year of my life thus far. And me and my bro, we've had just countless conversations this year about what this year means, what it's what, it's, what it was meant to, what we thought it was going to be like, what, you know, our plans and stuff that we had for 2020. We done had this conversation a million times over. And I don't know, it seemed like in every one of those conversations, though, we both had just kept coming to this conclusion some way, somehow, that no matter how trash 2020 is, feels, it's something that at the end of it, it's going to be something that's going to be positive that comes out of it. It's going to be something. And I, I couldn't help but agree because I feel like again, 2020 has definitely probably been one of the most trash years of my life. But at the same time, it's probably been the best as well. And it ain't necessarily because I done, you know, leveled up in the ways that I thought I was. It just didn't happen how I planned it. But the internal and the spiritual growth that I've had this year, I'm so grateful for it because it truly has placed me where I need to be to be on top of what I feel is coming my way in 2021. And again, this could be me being naive once again. God could have something completely that I haven't even even considered in store for me for 2021 but what I do know is like I said I've, I've I've understood the patterns of my life and for the last couple of years what I said I was looking forward to for the next year has typically happened and I'm just not I'm just I'm, I'm not gonna doubt my power of speaking things into existence and this episode is getting kind of long but before I end it out I'll say this For 2021, I have every intention to step into this new level of clarity and understanding and discipline and obedience to God that he's revealed to me this year is important for his purpose for me. It's time for a a new level of honesty with myself. It's time for a new level of discipline. It's time for some rearranging of priorities. It is time for a renewed belief in myself and what I can do. It's time for me to really focus in on truly getting things done. I always held this thought in my head that the moment I get my health together, and and this could sound like a sidebar, but I gotta be real. Cause I've always kind of kept this in the back of my head, but I've, I've always thought to myself, the moment I truly get like disciplined and on board with my health, because that, seems to, that, that seems to have been the hardest thing for me to conquer. As soon as I truly get on board with my health, I'm going to be unstoppable. I've done that this year. I've been doing it for the last couple of months this year. And I'm doing it well into 2021. And I, I plan to keep it that way. Remember when I told y'all to, to if you want some things to change, or if you want to figure out how to get confirmation or, 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 or what confirmation feels like from God, you dedicate yourself to a discipline. 2020, self-love and, and truly taking care of myself, both internally and externally, that was my discipline that I chose. And again, no matter how trash 2020 was, I stayed with that discipline. I made sure to get it done. And yeah, at first I was all over the place with it, trying anything and everything I could to figure it out. But I trusted God through it, and He led me to what really was I need. I needed to to be on top of, and once I got it, okay, God, I understand now. I get it. This is what you wanted. This is what you wanted. Bet, say less. I'm on it. I'm I'm ready. Let's go. You ain't got to. You ain't got to tell me. You ain't got to tell me nothing else. I'm ready. And it's that same. It's 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 that attitude that I'm carrying into 2021. And I know a lot of people were saying, you know, 2020 is going to be our year. It's going to be my year. It's going to be the year for for, for, for all, everything. And it ended up being not that at all for a lot of people, me included. And so some people might not even see the merit in me saying how hard I'm going to go in 2021. Because it sounds like what everybody says every year. Sounds like what I said last year. But even if God has something else in store, remind me again how being disciplined is a bad thing. Because as far as I can tell, the discipline that I've, I've, I've managed to, to garner up for myself closing out this year is getting some stuff done for me. And I have every intention of figuring out just how far I can take it. If you don't take anything else from this episode of the podcast... Again, no matter how cliche it sounds, although 2020 was terrible, find your reason. Find what was to be learned. What was brought to your understanding this year? Because sometimes it's not always about how you feel. Sometimes it's just about what you learn. Wade through all the pain or the anger or the, the frustration just try for a moment, figure out what it is that you learned. And if you feel like you didn't learn anything or there was nothing to learn, I encourage you to figure out what it is. Because one thing I've, I've, I've come to the very clear and resolute understanding is that life is one big learning experience. There's always a chance to learn. There's always a chance to understand. Whether it be about you, whether it be about life, whether it be about God, whether it be about the world and how it works, there's always something to understand. And if nothing else, maybe ask yourself why you decided to listen to this here podcast. And as you ponder those thoughts, Please know that I appreciate you for listening. I wish you a very, very prosperous and happy and healing and peaceful 2021. And let's let's get ready to learn some more. Because I'm ready. 2020 ain't break me. And I'm lucky enough to to live to 2021 and say I survived. And I won't be taking that for granted. See y'all next week and be blessed.